Hi guys, welcome to this week's episode on Adit's Corner. My name is Oluwa Toby, as always. Uh-huh. So, happiness. How was last week's episode? <laughs> You know, I, after listening to last week's episode, I sort of, not sort of, I actually took time to really dwell on being happy consciously. Like, I didn't even allow things to overwhelm me. I, I just didn't, no pressure, relationship with people, you know, <laughs> I was basically just doing me, the week, the week, the week. It's more like I just want to enjoy myself. I just want to have like a full flesh enjoyment of me and me only. <laughs> like literally, not necessarily put pressure on me, make myself feel like, oh yeah, um, what am I gonna do? What is it gonna look like? Blah blah blah. All that story that touches and doesn't touch. So that was literally the space I was. I just chose to have 100 percent fun <laughs> you know um so um i i i had deadlines trust me i had deadlines i i stood up late at night to read some documents that i probably didn't plan to <laughs> that that is my tired voice <laughs> and i still have them you know i still have them right into the week it's like the more i each day you know you know we talked about one day at a time right <laughs> yeah you see that one day at a time thing if you've not been practicing it you should practice it because it's a great strategy it's a fantastic strategy it's a strategy that that will just really revive your soul especially when you're so tired like me because if you allow the burden of tomorrow and the burden of yesterday to overwhelm you today you're going to die young seriously because you don't even know what tomorrow looks like you don't know what tomorrow holds you don't know what surprises tomorrow is going to bring all you just know is once you step into tomorrow it's a brand new day a lot of people don't live like that a lot of people don't live like oh yeah it's a brand new day a lot of people just feel like as as far as i'm concerned i just gotta be what i gotta be i have to prepare ahead I have to be pay ahead. I have to um, take my time. You know, it's it's a whole lot. Seriously speaking, but I'm just gonna put it out there. Um, live one day at a time. <laughs> it's compulsory. This is just another strategy for happiness. Let's say today is an extension day. Remember to live one day at a time. It really makes you experience the moment. It makes you stay happy every single hour if i live one second at a time don't allow the second the previous second of someone pissing you off to affect the next second just stay happy <laughs> i mean but yeah it's been awesome um i have it's been awesome so this week's episode is gonna be a little bit of tweak a little bit of tweak so i'm just going to come back and give you all that gist thank you for joining Come on in and bring revival
welcome back <laughs> you know i'm excited about this week's episode um i'm particularly excited because of the scripture but before we continue if there's anyone next to you or you've been listening to this podcast all by yourself ask the person have you been reading your bible lately yeah have you been reading your bible lately <laughs> yeah so i have um i'm basically i just finished studying the book of abraham no like it, not like the book of abraham like book of abraham kind of thing more like the part of genesis that talks more about abraham not abraham and his children but abraham abraham himself and i sort of like like the way you know the kind of relationship he has with god so so beautiful i mean a man a full-fledged man with a whole life subjected to another one just like that you know i mean i don't know every single step that it takes just baffles me i'm sure i'm still going to study it again i feel like i want to just even go back and read through all the things that i omitted especially the very nitty-gritty part i was not doing revolution i was just enjoying my story (laughs) by the way but in the midst of it i had to pause i'm like wow are you serious this kind of man existed in case you're curious it's in genesis go try it out <laughs> all right so today we're going to be talking about mortifying mortifying hmm. first of all what does the word mortifying mean mortifying does that word sound familiar to you you know like what is mortifying does it sound familiar to you mortifying so mortifying means um mortification okay let, let's go go with the word mortify okay to discipline hmm. okay suppress desires mm-hmm. look at that ah look at this one to kill ah shit <laughs> look at that one <laughs> There's a lot to mortify, to reduce the potency of, to nullify, to deaden, to neutralize. That's what mortify means. By the way, um, let's let's go to the particular scripture that we had the the entire gist from. Colossians three, from five. Mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth fornication, uncleanliness, inordinate affection, covetousness, which is adultery. You know, that's not the that's not the part that is sweeting me. Um, let's keep going. Because of these things, the word of God is coming upon the sons of the of disobedience in which you yourself once walked when you lived in them. But now you put yourselves, but now you put yourselves uh, to put off all this anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy language out of your mouth. Filthy language, I just mentioned one. Do not lie to one another since you have put off the old man with his deeds and have put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him. Where there is neither Greek or nor Jew, circumcised or all circumcised, barbarian slave nor free but christ in all and in all christ is whole and in all now in king james version 
of the scripture. If you read further, you know, the first time I read it, I never really paid attention to it until I was listening to Bible study in church. I thought it was a thing that, you know, it was just a continuous gist. But then I saw that in that particular chapter, Paul writing to the Colossian church, he was um, admonishing them to put to death a manner of life, right? And to take up another manner of life to which they have professed, right? The new man in Christ, right? But one thing I noticed about that particular scripture was that for me, it was more or less like for you to put off all those things that you're wearing, that's um, the old man. You have to put on the new man. Did you get that? Okay, it's the same thing. Yeah. But this, let's put it this way. You know that thing that they say, okay, um, when you tell a demon or, or, or some demons to live the life of a person, when the demon lives and you don't put something into it, the person, maybe like the word of God or something into that person's life, seven more will come and join the person. You get like seven more demons will come into that person's life because it was literally empty. Do you get what I mean? Okay, are you getting it? All right. So now, putting to death sexual immorality, lost desire, these things that we have gathered out of um, the nature of the old man will be completely out when we have put on the new man i'm just almost like to be literally saying the same thing oh god i wish you could see what i'm saying it's exciting me all right good let's just read the scripture line not to one another that's verse 9 seeing that you put off the old man with his old deeds and i'm put on the new man which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him where there is neither greek nor jew we have read that part now let's move to verse 12 Put on, therefore, as a let of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against you, even as Christ forgave you, you also do. And above all things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. Do you get it now? Okay, you don't still get it. All right. For you to let go of sexual immorality, you have to practice the life of the new man. You don't just let go of sexual immorality and expect it to just die there and not be practicing the life of the new man. So you cannot expect yourself to say, I don't want to be subjected to sexual immorality anymore fine you have schedules you are running away from your triggers and diversity but then you are still doing the things of the old man you are not beginning to do the things of the new man rather than being humble you're still proud rather than being kind you're still hosty rather than being merciful you're still mean Rather than having long-suffering, forbearing somebody, forgiving somebody. 
You don't do any of those. So you you say sexual immorality is gone. It, it, it goes back and brings like seven other friends of his or ours into your life. And you're asking yourself, why am I still addicted? Why am I still addicted? How about you ask yourself if you have been practicing the life of the new man? Because for, for what the scripture is saying here is to say that to put to death completely because once you have been dead to something, you are alive to something else. So the question now is what are you alive to? You have been crucified with Christ. Never you, the less you live. The life that you live now right is of christ right so are you really really living it or it's just a scripture that you quote just i'm talking to myself too so you're killing something you're trying to kill something you're trying to compress something you're trying to suppress it and neutralize it and nullify it mortify it to kill it to bring it to potency like we basically saw in the dictionary yet you are not bringing to life that which will become a different nature because according to the scripture it is when you have put on a new life it is not possible because you're already alive to something else i hope you understand what i'm saying oh god i wish you do you cannot be completely dead to sin if you are not alive to Christ. And being alive to Christ takes the life of love, takes the life of forgiving, takes the life of forbearing, takes the life of being a part of Christ. It takes the life of kindness, humility, meekness, it takes more than just you saying, I don't want to be a part of this anymore. It also goes further to say that now that you're no longer part of this anymore, be part of this. Remember that part when the Bible, when um, Paul was saying that before you were slave to sin, now you are slave to righteousness. Now, in this slave to righteousness, there is liberty in it. But as much as there is liberty, the liberty is the type that enables you to make choices out of a renewed mind. A mind that is fortified by the word of righteousness a life that is fortified by the word of christ let's go further in a says let the peace of god rule in your heart to which also you are called in one body and ye thankful let the word of christ dwell in you richly teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs singing with grace in heart to the lord Whatsoever ye do in word or deed, do in the name of the Lord, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. 
so paul did not just stay back to say okay so i want you guys to stop being addicted to this stuff no it didn't stop there it says work further work further into a better life of peace of hope of love don't just stay at the middle because it will come back to you you don't ex- see, you know that time we we're talking about um righteousness and how whatever you do now will determine what's going to happen to you i don't know if you recall that your inner man aha look at that those are the things that, that I gave that scenario of um, two weeks before I do certain things and I'm asking myself what happened. See, it's very simple. It's very, very simple. Very, 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 very simple. Because if you do not live the life of Christ, you see all those other things, all those other things that are happening on their sexual immorality addiction, those ones are the aftermaths of the life that you're not living appropriately if you notice if you notice something about that scripture it did not say okay now that you are no longer you are no longer the old man of course desires passion evil you know lust you know sexual immorality idolatry all those things those things are physical stuff you said they are physical stuff be looking at what happened Paul did not say, so now put on the new man and start paying tithe and offering. So now put on the new man and start going to church. No, he didn't say that. So now put on the new man and start giving prophet offering. He didn't say that though. It's part of it quite all right. Those are the physical things that happens when your heart is kind, when your heart is forgiving, when your heart is humble and your heart is meek. Those are the things that happen. Those are the physical things like the ideology part. That's the phys- that's, that's what happens. So basically, when you say, okay, um, um, my life is, is, is a bit um, in between here and there. I don't know what to do. Um, I'm in, one day I'm into addiction. T- tomorrow I'm not. The question is, are you leaving the new man? Because now I'm talking to Jesus. Yeah, I love talking to Jesus And I'll be talking to Jesus For the rest of my life What a friend we have in Jesus What a friend we have in Jesus Don't you know? What a friend we have in Jesus Oh, what a friend we have what a friend we have in Jesus What a friend we have in Jesus What a friend we have in Jesus You know, I particularly... Welcome back! <laughs> you know, I particularly like the part where Paul carefully, he carefully, you know, he was, he was writing a letter to these people. He was passionate about them. He saw the fact that these people have sold themselves with things they shouldn't sell themselves with. He didn't say, he didn't say now, don't envy now. No, no, no. He didn't say that. 
you would notice that it didn't say vainglory. It didn't say pride. No, no, no. It didn't say that. It didn't say that. It didn't say all those parts. Instead, he was talking about the aftermath of what happens. You know, when you don't forgive, you're angry. You carry wrath in your heart. You keep malice. You know, when you are, you know, angry at your pastor and the rest of it, you blaspheme, you know, or maybe not blaspheme, or basically you can just say all sort of things. And then the kind of words that come out of your mouth, they will not be edifying and all of that. You know, if you notice something, look at this now. This is one thing I love about the scripture. Paul started, you know, after he had already explained, mortify your members of all uncleanliness, fornication, inordinate affection, idolatry, covetousness, those things are the aftermath, the physical part. Now, he now said, okay, so put on the new man. He now talked about character. Character. Behavioral pattern. character he did not mention being now it was after that he said let the peace of god rule in your heart to do to the which also ye are called in one body and be thankful he now said let the word of christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom teaching so <laughs> Hey, Jesus has blessed us today. Oh, you people don't know what's going on. He has blessed us today, big time. Bien, he said, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Of course, those are the things that are going to help you in wisdom, in all wisdom, in all wisdom, all manner of communication. So, you have to be sure, you know, your Bible says you prove all things in teaching. That means you have to now start going to church, right? Admonishing one another because, because it, it is after the bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another and forgiving has been bettered inside of you. That is when it's easier for you to admonish a person. I mean, think about it. So, instead of filthy language, filthy communication that Paul mentioned in verses 8, right? He came to verses 16 and said, Admonish you one another in psalms and hymns, singing with grace in your heart to the Lord. No. Come on. So, he now went further. Cara- in, you know, the, because... When you begin to develop character, when you begin to develop life, it will begin to bet freshness. It will begin to bet um, goodness. It will begin to bet holiness inside of you. It will begin to bet um, righteousness out of you. Even you without knowing, it will begin to bet it from you. That's why I said, whatever you do, because the truth is, your heart is clear. Your heart is smooth. Your heart is calm. Your heart is forgiving. It's forbearing. So, Whatever you are doing, it will be easier for you to say it is of God and not of man. Because your heart is real. But if your heart is not any of those things that he mentioned, you might not necessarily relate. You're just going to be so confused. What is going on? Do I understand what is going on? Do you get what I'm saying? Oh God, I hope you get it. 
So there's this song that I like the most. Merciful, merciful God, make us like you. <laughs> I used to say, uh, I think it was still Webinar that I said, Merciful, on your mercy seat, you was. Okay, it was not too Webinar that I sang it. I heard it in church. It was a spontaneous music. So basically, um, the life of Christ is is, uh, is a whole lot. I mean, this is not something that we're going to do consciously in our heart. It's not something that or basically... The activity part is when you have to let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. In all wisdom and teaching, admonition, one another in psalms and spiritual songs. That's the activity part. You see those other parts, it is a lot to get done. And it's of course, it's God that will work it out in you. The Bible says that, eh, hey, work out your salvation with prayer and trembling. That's you actually doing all these activities so that you can you can allow those things to come out and they can be bettered inside of you, right? But the truth really is when you continually allow yourself to be involved in the wrong rudiments, look at my <laughs> Ah, ta, 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 ta. Then, 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 will you now start thinking, oh, I need to mortify my members. And, and as at that time, you know, it's even good. You are getting a ringer. I need to mortify my members. What if you don't even think you should mortify your members? I hope none of us is at that stage yet. Where you don't see any reason to mortify your member. Now you, 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 you're seeing a reason to want to mortify. That's why you're listening to the podcast, right? But, I mean, that's a good start. So we can begin to go down to the verses. We can now begin to go down and we can, we can begin to go down towards the end of the, the chapter and um, follow the steps that have been provided by Paul. You will see what he did. He started with the activity part. He started moving to a little bit of how he starts. All these small, small, tiny, tiny things that begins to happen to your life. Then he now moved to when you'll be lying and you'll be stealing. And you'll be envious of one another. That was when he now said you should put on the new man. You should leave the old man alone. He now moved to character again. He now said this is how you will start again. But you now allow the word of Christ to dwell in you. Which then activities now start betting forth. You know what I want to do? I want us to, after this week's episode, go back. Listen to the podcasts. Right? Please do. Listen to the podcast again. Pick up that chapter, Colossians 3. Read it. Allow it to dwell in you richly. <laughs> yes, please do. Then once you're done, um, pray about it. I- I'm going to do the same thing. You know, because I need help. I really need help. So I'm going to do the same thing. And then, because I know that there's a lot of mortifying i have to do and there's a lot of um gathering i have to do so it's a whole lot of hard work <laughs> that god will help us to do so i'm just really trusting god for us to, to, to tonight i'm really trusting god this evening that our hearts are guarded our hearts are helped in jesus name amen so um let us pray God and our Father, we thank you for this week's episode. We are grateful for your mercy, for all you have done for us. Hallelujah. We are grateful. Jesus, we are grateful for all you 
have done for everything that you have done because this world is of light thank you jesus because this world is of righteousness because this world is of you this world is of your peace this world is of your loving kindness this world is because you have compassion on us this world is because you care about us and you want us to be better people so we ask you oh father that even as we walk through this path of righteousness in your name's sake that you continually help us hey help us that we may be helped that we may be helped vastly helped bountifully helped abundantly helped helped on every aspect helped in the name of jesus in jesus name amen all right guys so thank you so much for joining this week's episode don't forget what i talked about i said we should please read the chapter listen to the podcast again and then if you have time listen to if, if you can recommend it to a friend please do um if you understand what is being said in case you don't understand and you feel like okay i don't understand what to be saying i want to i want to reach out to her to let her know what's going on no problem you can reach out to me um addict corner 68 at gmail.com addict a-d-d-i-t-s corner at 68 at gmail.com you can reach out to me just let me know what's up in case you don't understand what's going on we can talk about it you know and find a way around it i love you ah i love you i may the lord bless you and keep you his face shines on you is gracious to you and you don't miss anything amen i remember when sin was sin and i remember when wrong was wrong Make it right.